if you're what? The flow. <laughs> because you were what? Because I felt the energy. You're a quick, a quick, a quick. No, that would be feather, a quivering. <laughs> <sighs> People should pay money for this, you know? <laughs> You're fucking yes, right. they should. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. This is the best entertainment you're going to get for nothing. No. <laughs> this is Dr. Tar. And this is Professor Feather. And this is the Midnight Kid Boy. <laughs> and this is Unsane Radio. Radio. Coming. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Coming to you straight from Royalton, Ohio, Holiday Inn, Strongsville. What did I say? Royalton. That's, that's what I meant. That's a roid. That was the other one. That was the other one. We're on Royalton. Oh, we're on Royalton. There you go. <laughs> we're on Royalton Road, yes. Oh, man. Uh, this blowing is gonna right be, off the This right is really going to be a good one. Anyway, we're at Cinema Wasteland. Waste. And the here, here's the <laughs> operative word of the day. We just got done uh, with a very interesting Q&A with Ian Ogilvy. Yeah, normally I don't like those things, but that was kind of fun. Oh, it, was, it was really good. Who is a, a British actor, and uh, he was there primarily for two movies that he's uh, he was appeared in. in and the early one, movies, too. Yeah, early movies from the 60s and early 70s. Um, we sat and watched... One of those movies that came out in 1967. And I've only seen this one other time, and that was when I was about 10, yeah, maybe. I, yeah, it's been a Which long I thought time. Was, at the I've time, seen. I thought it was boring. I thought it was a very boring movie. I was, was, I was exactly zero. And this is the first time that Midnight Gadfly has seen this movie called yeah. The Sorcerers, starring Ivan. No, not Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that. I'm sorry, Ivan. Ian. Ian. Yes, and, I'm, and I'm who so else? Sorry. You were very eloquent. You who were else? Very, I really like Who it. else? And Boris Karloff. There we go. It was an we have to, you know, these people out here, some of them might, might even know who Ian Ogilvy is. I'm sure. No. It, but uh, it is a movie, that one of uh, Boris Karloff's last movies. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Made in 1967. Yes. Directed and written by Michael Reeves. Michael Reeves, who was kind of an interesting guy. He only did like what three movies, something like that. Yeah, committed Not very suicide, many. but yet people kind of reflect on his movies. Now he's saying there was something there. There, I mean, he could have gotten, he could have been uh, bigger. He, yeah, he could have been a uh, um, more. Um, yeah, he could have been bigger. If he, <laughs> if he would have continued. Thank you, Tar. No, no, well, you know what I'm saying. I'm glad, to, I'm glad for that corroboration. Whatever. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway. Yeah, Michael but, but, Yes, he could have been. Yeah, if he if he would have continued on his route. He may he, have he been, been He Yes, a contender. I was a, a contender. contender. Um, he, um, <laughs> he also made the Inspector General. Witchfinder. 
which finder general? general. <laughs> what I say, inspector general? Inspector no, general. it had like three different names. No politics. The movie itself had like what three different names? Didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, it was kind of which pain. starred uh, Vincent Price. Vincent Price, but it was right. kind of panned when it first and came out, though, didn't it? It's a really good or movie. Wasn't? I think. I think it's which. Uh, which which Hunter Vincent General, Price I think, is be- one of his best acting. Roles. It's one of his best acting roles, and it is just a really good movie all around. Because he's think. subdued. They, the, he, Michael made him act subdued and not the Vincent Price way. Yes, which made it very interesting. And he's a good actor to begin with. And uh, he related, uh, Mr. Ogilvie related that story about Vincent uh, butting heads with Michael about the direction of the movie. And uh, came back later and said, "Yes, you're right. You were you were correct in your vision." Yeah, wrote him a letter. Yeah, apologizing, saying I was wrong. I, that's amazing. You were you were right, and it and it's and Vincent even said, "This is I consider this one of my best roles ever." Yeah, that that's just a cool story. I, yes. that's a that, that's well, it was cool. the the story was really good because uh, he was saying um, Vincent Price says I've made sixty nine movies, and he goes. I've made two good ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's and that's what they were, we were talking. And and Ogilvy said that's a, probably an apocryphal story, although it's a good one. <laughs> no, it, yeah, yeah. So but it, it was it, it, it's interesting. It made it good. But uh, anyway, so then after this very interesting and enjoyable uh, question and answer, uh, we watched him. Yes, we watched the sorcerers. Sorcerers, sixty-seven, seven, and. Uh, um, it's it's not a great movie, but it's. I think it's interesting. I I kind of like it. I, I I like the movie. There's another movie along this line, not like this. Oh, uh, okay. Let's. I'll go back to this movie. Though. There you go. It has a it, yeah. Thank you. All right. It has a. Uh, I was looking at it this time. I I haven't seen it in a while, but it has a Cronenberg feel to it. That body modification. There was something about the filming that reminded me of early Cronenberg. I, I, that's just me, but it was uh, like when they walked into that, you know, the, you go into that flat, and then all of a sudden they opened that room, and they had that little lab chair thing and all of their equipment. That 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 looked, I, that's right. just me. Well, the, the basic premise of the movie. Mind control. Is Boris is an aged... Um, hypnotist yes. named Montserrat, Dr. Montserrat. And he was uh, pretty much vilified. And he's, for all of these years, he's been developing this machine that will allow him, supposedly, if it works, to control another human. To, to um, feel their sensations. Telepathically. And they can be quite a ways away, they found out. But to, anyway, they they get a... Link up. They get a... a, a, they get a candidate who is Ian Ogilvy, who's the main character in the movie, who plays just a kind of a bored younger man. I, I, won't, say, I, won't, I won't say, you know, he was probably in his mid-twenties by this time. And how did they lure him in? Yeah, yeah, they got him in because they, he, he was just, he was looking for excitement and, and thrills, and that's and what the, Boris offered. The drug, the whole drug thing going on at the time, the psychedelic 
you know. Well, yeah, the but, experience they were offering him. The but experience. the writing didn't really. Sp- that was what was good. One of the good things about the movie, the writing didn't really talk. He mentions right. drugs, right? But he, you know, this is like a. This is not a drug of of anybody's no. imagining. So, th- and that's what that what piques his curiosity because he's bored. Drugs don't really interest this this guy, and Karloff, who, who's you know, well, they appears it, to be a very brilliant person. Um, they offered it to him without the hangover. Yes. Or the yes. side effects. All the side the, effects, yes. And so they talk him into coming and uh, they put him in this really, uh, this room. They take him into this room that Tar mentioned before. And it's... It looks like uh, it looks like the set from The Brain That Wouldn't Die. MK Ultra stuff going on. It's... But seriously, you know what? You know, uh, seriously, they they kind of did do the psychotronic warfare thing on him. You know, it was the disorienting lights, the sounds, the injected information through the hearing, and it was it was you know as cheesy as it looked. It was it was kind of yeah the more effect, accurate than and the effect a lot was pretty good. They did some good lighting. Um, with the uh, it was state of the art light show of of the day <laughs> by uh, this the, using these uh, oils and water and lights and they did it well though they I did it they, very well and they they put it on his face but then they did this process and it worked and uh, let me take it back or state take a step back Karloff is also married and this is a joint effort between he and his wife and that becomes very pertinent yes yeah. no it does yeah because his wife Catherine Lacey uh who is Estelle Montserrat um she really steals the movie I think I think she's it, it's, brilliant it's re- yeah because it's the way she starts off it she seems like a very innocent supporting woman but then you slowly get to know that she has these desires right well that it, she, there's there's all these she has like almost through transference right gotten more pissed off than Boris has well, about it, his it kind of goes back losses. to the drug reference she gets addicted to those sensations oh that's true yeah and, that, and, is, that and, is totally true and uh, she keeps wanting more and more thrill out of it and so she's pushing and, and she knows she does although they didn't realize uh, the the effects of it but yeah to, to, to think that you can feel all these sensations without but like effects. so many movies um Everything there, it's all. It becomes very detrimental. She becomes addicted to uh, very, control. very physical. Yes. Uh, control. Yes. Of, and and that's and it's endorphins. I mean, that's really yes. what she is. She, she's, she becomes an endorphin junkie. Yeah, right. Exactly. Without yeah, thinking without what, the uh, the effect. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the what was Ian's character's name? Ivan. Mike. Mike. <laughs> that's right. Michael. Yeah, yeah. It was Mike Roscoe. Yeah, Mike. And where did he work? He worked the, <laughs> the glory hole. Yeah. Michael Which, worked the glory hole a I lot. I was talking to Tara. I said, "Do you know what a glory hole originally is?" And he goes, "The sex thing." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I didn't know there was any other. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know there's a. What is the original? I have no idea. It's the it's the opening in a furnace. Never knew that. Yeah, because it's hot. The thing. Yeah, it's the so oh, like oh that makes feather, sense because it's hot yeah. when they, when they're talking about uh, doing glass work. That's where uh, uh-huh. they're, they're, inserting, they're inserting the the glass into the glory hole. Never knew that. 
That's where you're going to burn your log. Professor Feather has been edumacated. At the glory hole. At the glory hole. <laughs> Be- because the Midnight Gunfly is a programmer. So there you go. But anyway, we watched the glory movie. Hole. We sat there with a bunch of other people in this room watching a... a uh, uh, okay movie. A videotape of the movie, you know, projected on the screen. And we sat in the back and... Uh, had a, we had ourselves a very good time with this movie, <laughs> I must say, uh, and with a couple of uh, other good sports sitting behind us that were just hilarious. Yes. Um, and anyway, but fact, yeah. So we we had a good time watching the movie. Whether you know, uh, Tar says it's an okay movie. Midnight Gaffey says he kind of likes the movie. I, yeah, I like yeah. it. I think if you really look at it based yeah. on first off just craft. I think like there's some really yep. great camera moves. Yep. The you know it's all pretty well directed. Like I said, it's directed. not a bad movie. Um, I right from the beginning when he goes into the apartment and you know I'm like I saw that camera move where they're on him and the camera moves back and I thought that she was gonna his wife was gonna walk back in the room and she does it and I'm like what the hell was that shot for? Then he walks over to the door and I'm like oh <laughs> the door in his uh, apartment becomes this you know thing oh, at yeah. first you know. So I'm like, that's what that shot was for, you know. So I think they were really doing a lot of interesting shots with that kind of stuff. But also, but I Michael actors, Reeves carries that through the three movies that he did, though. I mean, he's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, well, I, I think the acting was all great. I don't think they had a bad actor in the entire movie. Yeah. You know, it was all just really kind of good stuff. It just, I think the the I think the story is an interesting one, but it's really right. kind of it's too uh, fashionable at the time. It's like a pop movie, right? Well, it's, yeah, yeah, to a to uh, large degree. Well, I guess uh, I guess in hindsight, because now they're like, you you realize that they actually did the the MK Ultra stuff. They did the well, sure, know, especially sure, now. Sure. Now in hindsight, I I think it becomes it becomes interesting, a little more interesting to me. But I mean, the pop part is that they're they're trying to tap into that youth culture. Oh that yes, that in but, 1967, this is when the drive-ins were starting up and all that kind of stuff. But they were going did. strong, yeah, yeah, and going strong, and or, or yeah, I'm sorry, going strong. But they had that youth market that they were trying to capture. Right, but don't you think uh, 2001 kind of did that though too with their like psychedelic. No, you don't think so? Not at all. I would say I would say that is uh, I would say that I think it got caught up in that stuff. Yeah, maybe, but I would think it would happen to anyhow. I don't think I don't think that's something that would hold. I think that count that culture is what allowed that movie to happen. Right. Right. I don't necessarily think he was trying to. No, no. I guess I don't mean that. But visually, there becomes a. Okay. All right. All right. You don't see what I'm saying? No, no, no. I do. What I'm talking about this is this is a pop movie. They, they, but they did a really good. They did a really good job of capturing that that mod, you know, late '60s London, right? Replete, replete with the bands. Yes. The 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 highly pop bands that were not very famous bands, very derivative of pop bands at the time. But they were good. I mean, they were pretty. And they were filmed well. Captured the mood. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, they had um, the um, Michael's best friend was uh, Ron Weasley. Oh, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Victor Henry. Mowgli. Played <laughs> Alan. And who played the uh, French babe? Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, not Catherine Deneuve. I know that. Susan George. Susan, Susan, not Susan George. Oh, no. she was kind of. Most of I these actors, most of these actors and actresses are uh, so dead they never got on IMDb with a picture. <laughs> there, that, yeah, yeah, that Don Knotts would like. Just them. never lasted very long. Yeah, Don Knotts would love him. 
But anyway, so it just kind of um, they it goes through this series of travails where the uh, they kind of control the mind of Mike, and it and it escalates big time. Well, it's also got that added me- little metaphor of the battle of the sexes and the battle of the marriage. You know what I mean? The wife and the the husband, because they're both Boris, you know, um, and his wife are con- trying to control him, and then they're fighting each other for control over that. And I also thought it was interesting why Boris was actually developing this technology. It was all for for old people to have sensations, vicarious, and but it was all on an agreement. Sensations. They would have one, tr- what he called the transmitter, which but it, he I would, thought was a great idea. But would provide like a virtual entertainment for all these invalid people. That was. That's an interesting idea to drop in a movie. Uh, I mean, that's, in, uh, in 1967, I think that's a really yeah, interesting yeah, idea. Yeah. Very good and a very good idea. I mean, that you know, that's something I could see. And it's actually. very prevalent. I mean, now, I mean, yeah, it's something very that could happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and nobody's really done that to a large degree yet, but it, it's it's coming where you're going to be able to you know vicariously experience a that. person's sensations. In all aspects, as they go and, uh, and, and what was uh, Douglas Trumbull's movie, uh, Brainstorm? Brainstorm, yeah. That was kind of was that those ideas, wasn't it? Or concepts, or but something you could live through. Other anyway, there's a lot of whatever. stuff. We also found out, and there's this motorcycle trip that they take, the uh, Michael and his girlfriend, and uh, Ian Ogilvy said, "Yeah," said uh, Reeves didn't believe in paying for stuntmen. So he said, I was out there. We were out there on that motorcycle. And he was asked, he said, well, how fast are you going? He said, about 90. And we're going, whoa. And pretty, and he said, yeah, um, whatever the, uh, what was her name? The, the <laughs> co-star, man, I can't remember her name. Anyway, said she was on the back just screaming her head off. <laughs> said you couldn't hear it because they didn't feel But, but he also said audio. Reeves was in the... In the trunk of the, the Jaguar in front of one Oh, yes. Oh, that's in true. Front of him, no, hanging that, out with oh, a yeah. camera, filming him. Filming him. Tell him to come closer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Elizabeth Ursi. Oh, Elizabeth. Was played Nicole. Okay. Nicole. Yeah. She was pretty good. She's cute. She, she, she looked good. like a Sharon Tate. She did a little bit. That's little true. Bit, yeah, she did. As I oh. said, I think everybody was great. I, there, was, there was really no, nothing uh, you know, wrong with the movie. It's just kind of a low-key... Movie, you know, but if you really start to, like I said, analyze it, it's got a lot of layers to it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going yes. on in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, this was I. These last two movies, Karloff did uh, this one, and I think uh, Targets. Those are some of his best who, movies. Who directed ever. Targets? Uh, Peter Bogdan- Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Correct. Peter Bogdanovich. Which yes, Peter Bogdanovich. He was uh, a very good friend of uh, Orson Welles. These peas are frozen. <laughs> Did you have you seen Target? Did you guys? See, you, I know you have. I have seen Target. Yes. Yes, I have too. That's a that's a pretty good movie. We is. we ought to talk about it sometime. But but back to this movie. Yes. I mean, I, I I don't know if we have a whole lot else we could say. I don't want to. We won't spoil it because it does have. I guess I guess it doesn't really matter. Well, we've got to we've got to at least say the the most favored line of the entire movie. Ready? One, two, three. My, my mouth, my, my prerogative. prerogative. <laughs> oh, I think right. that's uh, the unsane radio motto. 
right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're probably right. That's the that's the new motto for the free speech. <laughs> Sorcerers. Spacey Dr. Ta. <laughs> Are we ending already? I don't know. He didn't do the thing. <laughs> this isn't the end. This is the music. I was going this is to... not the end. No, this is the music. I was just Dr. Ta's just oh, getting flip, into it. Flipping with the music. <laughs> don't you motherfuckers! Here at the Berlin Disco. Oh yeah, last night we uh, here at Cinema Wasteland we we stopped in to uh, Gunga Jim's show, oh. and that was absolutely that was very hilarious. Good. <laughs> it was a very funny movie. Gunga Jim is great. Yes, you go out there and find his stuff. It's kind of kind of. I think you can find it on Vimeo. Um, I think that's pretty much where he resides. But he's got some. Excellent episodes out there. He's very, one very of the funny. Very, very funny horror host. What was the movie last night? Paul Nashy. Yeah, Vengeance, Vengeance of the Zombies. Vengeance of the Zombies. Vengeance of the Zombies. Paul Nashy. Uh, it was a Paul Nashy threesome. <laughs> he played three separate parts. Oh, he yeah. He did it as three. <laughs> the movie itself is is hilarious. Yeah, it's actually is. I actually enjoyed the movie too because it, it just looked like they were having a great time, and it just like there was stuff that just did not make sense. Totally over or, the top. Or, or, yes. or why was it even in there? I don't know. <laughs> but and Gunga Jim really added to it. Yes, he did some. He did always, some good stuff. He Gunga, always does. Gunga's always fun. Yes. But anyway, then today, and we ran into the mummy, mummy and the monkey, son of ghoul, um, Tom Sullivan. No, um, um, the other guy. Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Tom Savini. There we go. Tom Savini. Tom Savini took my glasses. He said, let me see your glasses. And I'm like, okay. And so I give him my glasses and he says, Now you oh. see like I do. He was trying to look to see what what the name of the glass rims were. And then he goes, puts them on and he takes a selfie of himself with the glasses on. And then he gives the glasses back and he's like asking me all these questions about the glasses. So <laughs> these glasses I'm never washing. Uh so yeah, we've been having a good time. Do now. I look like a glass shop? And tonight, <laughs> tonight is the big A Ghastly Ghouls Saturday night at the movies. Yes, and uh, featuring us, Tar and Feather. Well, I don't know it's featuring us, okay. but we're going to be a part of it. In my mind, sorry. Yes, <laughs> we're going to be a part of it. We're looking forward to that. That'll be tonight at eight o'clock. Although we're not on right at eight o'clock, but so. <laughs> Oh, is this like a zombie attack in that movie? Was that the movie? It was like disco zombie attack. <laughs> All right, here it goes. I don't know. I gotta shut this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
You guys ready? Thank you, Jerry. Oh, yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dumpster? Sure. <laughs> Not today. This is Dr. Ta. This is Professor Feather. And this is the Midnight Jerry Gadfly. <laughs> You've been listening to One Sane Radio. Radio. Check us out on unsaneradio.com. Hope you had fun. Seriously, check it out because it's kind of an interesting site. You get to see all of the artwork and everything that's 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 associated with each of the episodes, and it's pretty spectacular. There's some <laughs> there's some really good shit there. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. That's unsaneradio.com. Really, check it out. I mean, you'll be surprised. You will really be surprised. I missed that. What was it? Unsaneradio.com. And if you want to get in touch with us, unsaneradio at gmail.com. Comments, lewd suggestions. We love it. Anything. Lewd, not spewed. Jerry, hold it there for a minute. Would you right there? Hold it right there for a minute. I got a comment here that I think we ought to be in, inserting into this here podcast. Inserting. Let me go. Where's my flashlight? You can, you can you can watch a lot of episodes of Tarn Feathers Psycho Cinema on Vimeo. Just go to Vimeo. I'll put a link in there, but go there. You can see a bunch of our shit. I just wanted to put that in there, Jerry. Can you just kind of edit that in there somewhere? Thank you. Oh, and please turn off the microphone before I say all this. Tarredfeather.com. T-A-R-R-A-N-D-F-E-T-H-E-R. Make sure you spell that shit right. Cheers.